Um, a lot of the clients that I have have come to me after trying everything. If you test the gut for, especially for a client that has inability to lose weight or they have a lot of trouble losing weight or they gain it back quickly, you might find dysbiosis. You might find uh, candida or yeast or fungal overgrowth or inflammation in the gut. And all of those things don't allow you to let go of the weight. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Gut health has really got some attention with terms like leaky gut, bloating, thyroid health, autoimmune diseases, and even linking gut health to the brain. I am fascinated by the gut, and I think there's so much more science to consider in the years to come. And that is why I asked registered dietitian Gina Jones to help explain more about the gut, thyroid, and the connection to proper nutrition. Gina is a specialist in this area and helps her clients navigate nutrition with their own health issues. Gina shares her own personal health journey all while finding her passion through dietetics. Join us for this conversation. Well, Gina, I'm so happy to have you talking with me today. And can you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah, so thank you for having me. It's exciting to be on with you. Um, so I'm, I'm Gina Jones. I'm a registered and licensed dietitian. I focus on functional medicine and functional nutrition as my background. I own my private practice, which is Integrative Nutrition and Wellness Center. And I'm also the owner of a food business called Crunchy Kitchen, where we sell allergen-friendly foods to uh, grocery stores in the regional area. Oh, yeah. Just add all that to the list, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, when you say functional dietitian, can you explain yeah. what that means? Yeah. So I'm still a registered and licensed dietitian, um, but my background is in functional medicine. And if you're, are you familiar with functional medicine at all? Yes, a little bit, but I think that okay. word gets pulled in different directions. Yeah, absolutely. So functional medicine and functional nutrition is really the medicine of why. So looking at a person for their whole body system, instead of just one specific ailment or one specific symptom that they have. So I like to explain it where you know, if you have, um, you know, a lung issue, you go see a pulmonologist and we tend to break up the body into different segments where in functional medicine, you are looking at the entire person, taking into account their entire history and helping them as a whole person rather than just a specific symptom. So my kind of expertise is in nutrition within functional medicine. So I help people overcome serious illnesses and manage um, different illnesses using food and supplements as a dietitian. That's a great way to explain that. Um, and it, I was reading through your stuff and it sounds like you have a little story that kind of pulled you in this direction. Tell us more about that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So 
I was interested in nutrition, you know, probably 15 years ago and was kind of going down that pathway while I was already in my current job. So my first degree is actually in marketing and I was working for a big company doing marketing. And um, so then I decided, you know, I was going to start down this nutrition pathway kind of like as a side hustle type thing. And I got pregnant with my first daughter and started to get sick towards the end of my pregnancy, just like weird symptoms that most people I knew didn't have. And I looked into it more and started to ramp up my nutrition. Um, and then was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder uh, called Hashimoto's thyroiditis about three months after she was born. And my symptoms leading up to that were really painful and, um, you know, intense is a good way to put them. I was calling 911 several times a month. It was just very intense and sudden symptoms. So after that, and after learning how to heal my body using nutrition and functional nutrition and functional medicine, I decided to go back to become a registered and licensed dietitian. And I did that. I worked at Cleveland Clinic um, Center for Functional Medicine for several years before I left and started my own private practice. So um, taking all of my things into account, I now help women heal their thyroid and balance hormones using real food and a functional medicine approach. You know, after a life event, like having a baby yeah. or anything else, these things just mm -hmm. pop up. I mean, you're going on as the normal path and fully healthy and then boom, you hit a bump in the road Absolutely. and... <laughs> turned in a totally different direction. Can you explain what Hashimoto is? Yeah, so Hashimoto thyroiditis is the autoimmune version of hypothyroidism. So um, hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's are two of the most common um, female diseases after giving birth. So Hashimoto's is you have to have the genetics for an autoimmune disease, and then you have to have a life event that triggers your genetics to express that autoimmune gene. So what that means is you, you're going to have the genetics from your parents. So somebody down the line must have had an autoimmune disease somewhere. And then it can be triggered by some type of life event. That life event can be hormone fluctuations in birth or pregnancy. It could be trauma, stress, um, toxins. So it can be many different things that actually trigger the event. Um, but Hashimoto's is basically the autoimmune version of hypothyroidism where your own body attacks your thyroid gland so that it no longer works properly. Um, so you have to either take a medicine or learn how to heal it through nutrition and lifestyle changes. So that's when you start to feel things like fatigue and you gain weight and you lose your hair. So all those really uncomfortable symptoms that we hear a lot about, um, especially in the dietitian world. And you have to kind of get to the root cause of that and figure out what's best for you to heal it. I mean, that one is kind of intense uh, because yeah. I remember learning about it in school. And then I had yeah. a cousin who had it. And um, I always went to gift people with food. But with her, I, even though I'm a dietitian, I'm still like, yeah. what can you eat? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'll gift you with non food items. So um, right. what kind of foods does someone need to stay away with Hashimoto? Um, it really depends on the person. Like, as you know, nutrition is so individualized. The number one food that I think most people with um, thyroid disease and especially Hashimoto's need to stay away from is gluten. There's a lot of research that supports that um, gluten through something called molecular mimicry can actually degrade your thyroid gland faster. 
So um, for most of all of my patients, I have them stay away from gluten if they're Hashimoto's. For hypothyroidism, it definitely helps to stay away from it, but it's not completely off the table. It really just depends on the person. But staying away from inflammatory foods like gluten and dairy can definitely help with the healing process for sure. That's good to know because um, maybe that's why gluten has gotten so much attention too, because they're finding these little links, whether it's more than just celiac disease, it's other autoimmune disease that kind of have the same effects, side effects to that. Yes, I agree. There's um, actually quite a bit of research out there now that shows, you know, non-celiac gluten sensitivity. You'll see that pop up a lot in research now, where basically it's, affecting the intestinal lining and that's where we get that uh, intestinal permeability from so even in people that don't have celiac disease it's actually wearing down the lining of the intestines and you can become symptomatic from that it's not not in everybody but it's definitely in a population where we're seeing more research in it this stuff kind of fascinates me because it's like the key that opens everything and to think of your intestines as being the first probably, you know, of that turn the switch of the nutrients yeah. to get absorbed, which is why you're probably not feeling very good because you're not gaining all the nutrients from the food. And so that's where you can help. So what is your message, uh, whether it be social media or within your program? So my message is really to help people, not only with thyroid disease, all autoimmune diseases and chronic illness, that it's possible to heal. You don't have to feel the way that you're feeling currently. So um, like I said earlier, I help women heal from thyroid disease using real food and balance their hormones using real food. And it, it can be simple, but I think that we've been fed a lot of information and it's hard to narrow that down and nutrition is so individualized that when we google something like like you asked me what to eat for Hashimoto's you can have so many different things pop up and it can be really overwhelming for people so my message is really to tell people like you don't have to be on a restrictive diet you don't have to count calories you just need to eat the foods that agree with your body and I, I teach women how to do that um this is maybe more a, a dietitian question but do you yeah. have to take um uh, biomarkers or anything within there, like blood levels to that you measure to get an idea of how to get a personalized nutrition program? Yeah. So um, I like to test my clients and patients with, it depends on the person once again, but I do a lot of gut testing and I do a lot of micronutrient testing. Um, and there's as dietitians, we're we have access to those home kits that you can bring to a lab or you can do those at home. Um, so I use a lot of those in my practice because it shows me what's going on in this person's gut. Like, is there yeast? Is there, um, you know, dysbiosis? Is there inflammation? What's happening? And then also on the same same kind of question or answer on that end is we were talking about a few minutes ago about how gluten may affect or the intestines may affect the way that you absorb your nutrients. So there's a lot of research that shows too that gluten sensitivity that goes undiagnosed can actually deplete your iron levels. And so checking, you know, your nutrients that a lot of, you know, regular physicians may not necessarily test regularly is a really good idea to help your patient heal as well. I love that because then you get Mm -hmm. 
what's going on. Here's what your grade is. Here's yeah. what we can work mm-hmm. on as your assignments. Um, what kind of test is that? Is that like your at-home there's quiz? A couple, yeah, there's a couple different companies I like to use. They're third-party companies, but one is like Genova Diagnostics. There's uh, the GI MAP test. Those are gut tests. Um, and then there's also nutrient tests. So there's the metabolomics from Genova. You could do food sensitivities from multiple different companies as well. Um, so there's like uh, Doctors Direct and Genova and Cyrex. Okay. There's quite a bit out there that dietitians are able to order for their clients. Um, sorry, is that a blood test or is that uh, something else test? <laughs> <laughs> so the like food sensitivities are um, a blood test. Okay. The metabolomics, which can test for your nutrients as well as heavy metals and other things too. That's actually a urine test. And there is a blood add-on, um, but that one is a urine test. And I really like that one for my patients that can collect it at home. It's not invasive. You can just ship it off and be done with it. And then the GI tests are all stool tests. So that one's not a fun one to collect, but, <laughs> but you get you get the good information from it. <laughs> right. I've even heard of people testing probiotics by swiping down there and then yeah. sending it away. Um, yeah. Although yeah. I want to do all these tests. They may not be fun to do, but yeah. I want to see my numbers, <laughs> even though mm-hmm. I don't have any problems. But yes, uh, where yeah. you can make that connection and really help people because I know I see in one of your posts here, you say a healthy gut converts about 20% of your inactive thyroid hormone into the active hormone. So again, it's, it's not necessarily working. Right. So if you have poor gut health or not the right makeup of gut bacteria, you can actually be missing out on 20% of your thyroid conversion. So your inactive T4 converts to active T3. And that is what your brain tells your thyroid either, hey, we need to produce more or we need to produce less. So if you're missing out on 20% of that just because your gut bacteria is not in line, that's a good chunk that can cause you to become hypothyroidism. It's so interesting. And I love this post too. I'm going (laughs) to, it's on the same topic. (laughs) You have weight loss is not about willpower. It's about your gut health and connecting those dots uh, for women who lose energy, who are not losing weight and Mm -hmm. just not feeling their best. Yeah. So I'm a big proponent of like, you don't have to count calories. You don't have to measure food to like lose weight in a healthy way. Um, A lot of the clients that I have have come to me after trying everything. And this post was really about if you test the gut for, especially for a client that has inability to lose weight or they have a lot of trouble losing weight or they gain it back quickly. um, If you test their gut, you might find dysbiosis. You might find uh, candida or yeast or fungal overgrowth or inflammation in the gut. And all of those things don't allow you to let go of the weight, but when your body is working properly and you don't have yeast, then you're not going to crave sugar. And then your body's going to be able to release the weight easier. If you have the correct gut bacteria, then your body's going to be able to absorb nutrients better. And it's not going to hold on and store the fat as it would before. If you have inflammation in your gut, because you're eating a food that you're allergic or sensitive to that reducing that inflammation helps your body to work better. And then you're more able to lose that weight a little bit more easily. And the gut bacteria, does that change as we age? Yeah, gut bacteria changes all the time, actually. Um, So it depends on 
what you eat, what your stress is, um, your environment, whether or not the people you live with, what their environment has been. So your microbiome is constantly changing. Um, we notice the biggest changes after like supplements, food and environment and stress, of course. But if those happen all at once or really quickly, then you can see a, a microbiome change very quickly. But if you tend to eat the same thing and you have the same stress level, it might not change as quickly, but it will definitely change over time. You mentioned dysbiosis. Define that for us. So dysbiosis is just an imbalance of gut bacteria. So that can mean you have too much bad gut bacteria versus good bacteria. It could mean that you have the wrong type of gut bacteria that is good for you. So the different, you know, there's thousands of different types of bacteria. So it could just, it could just be the imbalance between the two. I love learning all about this. Um, So how do you help your clients? What kind of services do you provide? Um, So I have, I mean, the main ways to work with me is one-on-one services. And then I have a group program actually that just launched um, this week. So there's two different ways that you can, that potential clients can work with me. Um, My group program is really geared towards thyroid patients because I feel like there's so much misinformation out there. I really want to help those people that have thyroid conditions. Um, So in that course specifically, and actually in both, just one is a group setting, one is one-on-one, I do testing. So whether that's GI testing or some of the nutrient testing I told you about, I also do hormone testing um, to really get to understand that person's body as a whole so that I can um, help them with nutrition. So maybe we need to increase certain nutrients, certain vitamins, maybe we need to you know, maybe they're not reacting well to certain foods and we have to switch a meal plan. Um, so really just getting them to be the least amount of restriction in their diet with the most amount of health. So not only nutrition, but also honing in on lifestyle. So the stress, the movement, um, you know, meditation, all those hydration, all those things that go into being a healthy person that sometimes slip outside of, of just nutrition. <laughs> Uh, you have some great client loves here uh, on yeah. posted, and one says improved thyroid regulation, less flare-ups and symptoms. And uh, here's another one: I have learned so much about Hashimoto and the way I need to eat. And another one: I haven't felt as good as I feel now in years. I highly recommend Gina. Yeah, once they once you tell them the path to figure it out. Um, your testimonials are fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That last one, um, it was, it was an awesome transformation because that person was, you know, complaining of not being able to lose weight, um, just had heartburn and indigestion and all these kind of signs and symptoms that she was ignoring for a really, really long time, like decades. And, then when we realized, Hey, there's just a few foods that are triggering you. You don't have to go on these crazy elimination diets. You know, at first we did just to kind of see what was bothering you, but um, it's not something that had to be lifelong. It was just more of let's figure out the two or three foods that were bothering you. Let's support your gut health with these supplements and different foods. And literally within a few months, completely, you know, above normal. Right. So the greatest she's ever felt. So that was awesome transformation. And just to see it, you know, be able to um, help somebody transform that quickly is just awesome. I also see there's a mini course as well. Tell us more about that. 
Yeah, so that mini course is actually a free mini course. So I can um, give you the link to it if you would like to, to share with your audience. But the mini course is really about the number one mistake that you're making with your thyroid health. And then I go through very specific ways of correcting that mistake. And um, yeah, it's, just, it's a nice little mini course that, that can, can get people that have just been diagnosed with thyroid issues back on the right track. Um, so say someone, they don't, they're not gluten intolerant. They, they just don't feel that good. They're tired. They notice some, uh, bloatiness. Uh, so what would be the first signs that you see a lot of your clients have that they might not realize is connected to their nutrient intake? Um, specifically for thyroid or just overall? Overall. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, we tend to not pay attention to what we're eating most of the time. So if someone's coming in with fatigue and bloating and maybe some other symptoms, I would immediately think, hey, you have a dysbiosis and we need to figure out what's going on in the gut. So we might try a few things with supplements and increasing foods that support your gut health first, but then eventually we would definitely want to do some gut testing because like, you know, as you've probably heard before, tests don't guess. So it's better and more you know, worth their time if you can tell them exactly what's going on in their gut and give them actionable steps to to help that. So yeah, bloating and things would definitely relate to a dysbiosis for me. Great. Um, Because, you know, I I think that's not everyone has the extreme of certain things, but as we age and hormones go up and down um, through different life experiences, um, Mm -hmm. it changes. So that is great to point out. Not only besides you have your your practice, but you also have your crunchy kitchen. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So this actually kind of came about when um, I think about a year and a half or so after I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's and I realized I could no longer eat gluten. So I'm Italian and I was raised on a lot of bread products and a lot of cheese products and both of those things. Um, For my specific health, I had to take out because I was sensitive to them. And, um, so I was looking for good replacements in the grocery store and I couldn't find anything. Now this was a decade ago now, right? So it was, it was a long time ago. There wasn't as many awesome products out there as there is now. And I created this just trying to find something that was going to satisfy me in the kitchen. And I was playing around. I've made like plantain breads and had a lot of failures in the kitchen. And one night I spread it out onto a baking sheet and was able to make kind of like a taco shell. And it was pretty good. So I had my husband try it and he liked it. And I was like, is it really good? Or is it just because I haven't had like real, you know, real wraps in a long time or real tortillas in a long time. Um, So everyone liked them. So we ended up kind of going through the process of perfecting the way that we make them. And yeah, so now we're in stores like Whole Foods and locally in in Ohio, where I'm located, we're in a lot of the Ohio grocery stores as well as Whole Whole Foods, which um, is awesome. But they're allergen free. So they're free from the top eight allergens. I know just changed. So we're free from the top nine allergens and they're gluten-free and dairy-free and vegan even as well. So just plantain. You explain all that in like a couple minutes and I'm sure. Yeah. How many years did that process take? (laughs) Yeah. So it was a while. So the process of actually perfecting the recipe and, um, you know, getting kitchens and all that kind of stuff. It was years. It was definitely, you know, maybe three, four years of, of getting everything to the where it is now. 
Um, and then, but now we've been in Whole Foods for about six years and it seems kind of crazy to think about it like that, but it's been out, the product's been out there a little while and we have new products that are coming out this year, which are a plantain based waffle. So, um, new stuff still happening there, but yeah, it takes a lot of work. Food businesses is no, are no joke. <laughs> yeah. I always think of food products and then I listen to podcasts where they talk about the whole process and I was like, Oh, yeah. that just sounds like a headache. So oh, yeah. <laughs> kudos yeah. to you for sticking with your idea and making yeah. your own product. That is so cool. Um, Thank you. So you said there's other products. You have a regular wrap and then a spinach wrap. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Okay. And then we're coming out with the waffles as well. Um, they'll be in Ohio first and then, you know, distribution and all those types of things hopefully will will expand from there. Do you oversee that side of much? So we've actually hired um, like a co-packing facility with a manager that oversees the actual production for us now. But for the first, I want to say like first four and a half years, we I, I was physically making the product um, by hand with some other people that worked with me. And now, you know, it's, it's at a place where we're able to hire people to do that, which is awesome. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely know the nitty gritty end of it of producing it by myself and distributing it and selling it and all of that kind of stuff. But now I'm a little bit more hands off than I was, but I still oversee the overall quality and and product development and all of that. But we just have someone that produces it for us now. Your marketing degree came in handy with that and uh, <laughs> offering your services, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. It's uh, I didn't know it at the time, but I'm glad I have it. <laughs> Um, any other message or takeaways? Yeah. I mean, I think overall, you know, my personal goal is to help everyone with the fact that they can overcome an autoimmune disease or a chronic illness or any, honestly, any thyroid condition that's just causing you problems. I have so many patients that come to me and tell me they didn't realize that they were even able to feel better. And me personally, I've been through the same thing where, um, you know, a doctor would tell me, you just need to take this pill and you'll be fine. And that never, ever happened. So getting the message out there of it's possible to like heal and as dietitians help your patients heal through food um, is really important to me and close to my heart. So I'm, I'm hoping um, as more people see this, they'll advocate for themselves and get correct testing and start to feel better, honestly, because a lot of these autoimmune conditions are, um, are intense and, and problematic for so many people. Um, I was watching, forgive me, I don't know where it's at, but I was watching one of your, okay. I think it's like a, an IGTV, and you talk about mm-hmm. a client. Yeah. And with the MS? Yes. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And then like the lesions yeah. uh, were some yeah. way. So just share yeah. a little bit more on that. Sure. Yeah. She also has an amazing story. So she actually started off with a chiropractor that I work with and um, the chiropractor referred her to me for nutrition. And so we were working together as a team, as a team with her and um, she has half moto, she has MS, she has a couple other ailments as well. And she's a, she was a nurse too. So she has some of this medical side of it and she's familiar with it, but never really understood how to eat or anything like that. So um, I helped her with that. We, I kind of geared her more towards, especially with, with MS, more towards like a, um, a whole foods diet, less processed type thing. She never got correct testing for her thyroid done. So she didn't even know she had 
She thought she had hypothyroidism just because of her symptoms, but we were able to get her correct testing, find out that she actually had Hashimoto's instead of hypothyroidism, which can change treatment. And um, she had a history of getting regular MRIs since being diagnosed with her MS. And over the last like eight years or so, she's had stable MRIs, but has never seen an improvement. So then after working with myself and the chiropractor, um, I think it was about 10 months worth of visits. She actually saw one lesion shrink in size and one lesion completely disappeared. So if you're not familiar with MS, these lesions are what cause the extreme symptoms of MS. So this is what causes um, like immobility and, and gait issues and fatigue and all these really intense symptoms. So being able to see those shrink and actually have one disappear completely was just like so amazing. We celebrated um, so greatly on that call. And then she started working with a functional medicine MD um, right towards the end of our, our 10 months as well. And we're still working together. So that's, hopefully more changes are coming. <laughs> oh, that's so great to hear. And it's just like yeah. finding the right practitioner to help yeah. with the client uh, in finding what their necessary needs. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's um, it's really important for whoever you work with, for a pri- provider to be aligned with the patient and for the provider to listen. That's not something that we're always used to in our society. And I think it's, it's really important. So um, honing in once again on, on what your client needs and being able to help them and get correct testing done and all of those things. And she has a great team too. So she was still seeing, you know, traditional medicine, but wasn't seeing great changes. And her missing puzzle piece was the nutrition and lifestyle stuff that she wasn't really paying attention to. So we were able to give her that that missing piece and, and truly help her see some transformation. So with that, what do you love about being a dietitian? Um, so many things. Honestly, like I feel like, you know, it was a personal journey of like, hey, I need to heal myself and heal my thyroid disease. I'm a mom of two and I really wanted to make sure that I felt good enough to do all the things that I want to do. So Um, currently the things that I love is that I'm able to work from home, provide excellent care to people, you know, all over that, that have thyroid disease and have other chronic illnesses and just really need some good support. So being able to help clients with food, nutrition, supplements, testing, and see these amazing transformations that they didn't actually think were possible is probably my favorite part. I am sure they just love you as you unlock so. all the secrets for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I think that kind of wraps everything up before we go, before we head into our closing questions. Yeah. Anything else to oh, add? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I will, I don't think so. yeah, I will link all of your information to your courses, to your free awesome. mini download. Awesome. So, mm-hmm. okay. Let's head into our closing questions. If you were in a TV show, which one would you be in? My favorite TV show is Friends. I get made fun of that for a lot, but I think I would have to still choose that one. <laughs> I'm right there with you, too. I'm- I can rewatch it, and it still makes me laugh, and it's like that comfort show. <laughs> totally. Uh, what is one food someone has said, a dietitian eats that? Oh, um, probably any dessert. <laughs> like, if they, like... Sometimes on my feed, if I share like a, a, a cake mix or a cupcake or something, I get sometimes I'll get some DMs and things being like, I can't believe you're eating that. But it's all about 
balance and knowing what works for your body and what doesn't. <laughs> That's right. Uh, with that, what's your favorite feel-good food? Mm, it depends on the day, but I love dark chocolate. That, that's a feel-good food. If I want something warm, I actually love, um, have you tried the Trader Joe's, like, cauliflower and gnocchi? No. Those are really good with some pesto on them. That'll be, like, a comfort food for me, too. <laughs> okay. I love product recommendations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best or latest book you have read? Oh, you know what? I loved, I the, probably the most recent one I read was Untamed by Glennon O'Doyle. Loved that one. That was really good. Yes. I just listened to her with Brene Brown and they talked about Oh, that. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Um, well, this was fantastic. Where can people find you and connect with you? Okay. So on uh, social media, I am at Dina Jones RDN on Instagram. So you can connect with me there. My website is www.inwcenter.com. So it stands for Integrative Nutrition and Wellness Center. I could pick your brain and learn so much from you all day, but I won't (laughs) keep you. So (laughs) the gut is fascinating, isn't it? It is. I could talk about it for hours. There's so many things that play into it with every everything that I see. So <laughs> I can't wait to see more with your thriving thyroid blueprint courses and your one-on-ones. So kudos to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Good. Thank you, Gina. I loved talking with Gina and learning the latest on gut health. Her testimonials are amazing. And to hear a glimpse at even making your own food products... <laughs> It's just awesome. If I were to go back to school, I think I would get an advanced degree specializing in gut health because there's so much to know about the gut related to nutrition. And in some of my posts where I have written about gut health, I've even made up my own word, gut-tricious, when I talk about certain foods. So feel free to use that. (laughs) But from what Gina has told us, the gut needs some attention. It needs personalized nutrition to find what works for that individual. It's just one reason why dietitians can be so helpful to many people that struggle with not feeling well. Thank you so much, my friends, for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.